What an intense reading. Powerful. Every single detail, every character in here speaks and displays what's wrong with us. Did you see every single human character and flaw, every single vice, every single deception of the human heart is on full glorious display here. That's why I love the beginning as now Christianity begins the holiest week of our entire civilization right here, gathered with millions across the world as we all begin Holy Week. And we begin with the passionate narrative, as we call it. This is a powerful week. Yesterday, amazingly, as we began Holy Week, uh, we had a wedding at our sister parish in Loyalton. Who, who, who schedules a wedding the, the busiest week of our entire lives? Uh, this idiot right here. But that was beautiful. So one of our parishioners, uh, he's from the, the Potter family. The Potters, if you might know them. They're a big ranching family. There's many different sections of the Potter family. And the one that married is a young man named Nicholas. He married a young girl from Portola. And so the wedding was held there by their family's place. And the church was packed. It was beautiful. And as they were kneeling there, or sitting there during the homily, I started yelling. I don't know what it is. I, I get fired up in weddings. I get fired up because there's... I don't know. You know me, I always love to yell in my homilies, so I apologize, but I get even more intense as we're sitting there. Because you remember, all you married couples in here, do you remember when you were married? What did the priest say to you? <laughs> you know, you, you, your brains are so packed with all these details and, and all the worries of your life, trying to get the reception ready, a family in town, it's a mess. And as I was talking to Nick and Nina at the wedding yesterday, I said, do you guys think that leading up to this moment, that all the hard stuff has gone away. I said, no. It's only going to get harder from this moment on. And it was, it was hilarious. All the old couples in the crowd started laughing. <laughs> because they understood. The hard part is just beginning. The highlight of the homily you can kind of sense, when you're a public speaker, you, you get a sense of what hits a crowd and what doesn't. And I, and I told Nick, I was yelling at Nick at this point, Nick! I said, if you want your marriage to succeed, I said, I want you to wake up every single morning from this day on. I want you to wake up your first thought in your head. The moment you wet your eyes open, the first thought in your head should be, how will I love my beloved wife, Nina, more today than I did yesterday? Then he started nodding his head. Then I started, and I looked at Nina, I started yelling at Nina. <laughs> Nina! It's a small church, you ever been to the Lord, it's a small church, so I'm just, I'm sorry, Lord, I'm just yelling at these people. I said, Nina! <laughs> If you want your marriage to succeed, first thought in your head, the moment you wake up, the moment your eyes are open, I want you to ask yourself, how will I love my beloved husband, Nick, more today than I did yesterday? She started nodding her head. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then I switched it up on him. It went dark. 
That's a nick. If you want to destroy your new family, you want to hurt your family, wake up every day and say, how will I serve myself? How will I put my needs above everybody else? I said, you want to hurt each other? Live like that. Just live whatever you want to do. Wake up every single day and say, ah, how can I serve my own needs and desires? I said, you just do that. And you, I guarantee you, you will destroy your family. You have chosen. Now looking at them squarely in the eyes, and I can tell the mood has shifted in them. Beforehand, they were just smiling and nodding their heads. But that's all very fluffy. Like, oh, I'll love you to the end. I said, ah, the love is never fluffy. I said, you have chosen the narrow way, the harder way. You are called to live like Jesus. Did you hear in the second reading beautifully in Paul? He said, Paul, it's probably one of those beautiful readings in scripture. He says, Paul, speaking about the mystery of Jesus. He said, Jesus, he said, Jesus emptied himself. Emptied himself for humanity. Did you notice the line as we began to read the Passion Narrative? It's utterly profound. Look what he says here as we began the Passion Narrative. Look at Jesus. He says, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. You hear that word? I have eagerly desired. Does Jesus know what's about to happen to him? Absolutely. Jesus knows that after the Last Supper here, he would be betrayed, arrested, and brutally tortured. And yet, knowing all of this, he says, I have eagerly, I have waited for this moment to be with you. By this point, Jesus is around 33 years old. Do you think he's been waiting 33 years for this moment? No, he's been waiting thousands of years. From the moment that Adam and Eve fell in Genesis, God has been waiting for this moment here. And he would launch about that mission after, after Adam and Eve fell, after our mom and dad fell. God would launch a mission of rescue for humanity. So all of, the, all of that thousands of years from Adam and Eve all the way to the Last Supper when Jesus now is saying, for thousands of years, I have waited for this moment to be with you. Pay attention now as we launch into Holy Week. And I want to invite you to please grab a bulletin, by the way. Grab a bulletin as you leave. You'll notice it has a Holy Week schedule. And I want to invite all of you to attend as many of the, we call it the Holy Tritium. We began Holy Thursday with the Mass of the Last Supper. Good Friday, the Easter Vigil, and of course, Easter Sunday. Please grab a bulletin because this entire schedule is there. I'll, I want to invite you to attend as many, and if not boldly, attend all of them. And grab the schedule because we, this week we splurged. We printed in color. <laughs> Normally it's black and white. I said, oh, it's Holy Week. Let's, let's pull out all the stops. It's printed in color. As you all know, printing in color is expensive. So grab a bulletin. The entire Holy Week schedule is on the back. And 
And I have a little description. What is Holy Thursday? What is Good Friday? What is the Easter Vigil? And so there's a description of each of the different liturgies of Holy Week. And the schedule is there. Just pay attention because uh, we, back, we bounce back and forth between our sister parish in Loyalton and then here. Because we have two communities, of course. So, so pay attention to which one so you don't come here and the church is empty when we're actually in Loyalton. So again, just uh, all the details are in the bulletin there. I want you to ask yourself. Now this is the lens and I'll end here. Notice how Jesus loves. He will empty himself. And then notice in the gospel today, who are the bad characters? Judas, who gave up or who betrayed our Lord. When Judas woke up that morning, did he wake up? Hmm, how will I love today better than I did yesterday? Nah, Judas woke up, he says, hmm, 30 pieces of silver. How will I get that for myself? Watch the different dynamics of how Jesus loves and how everybody else loves. That's why I was yelling at Nick and Nina. <laughs> I said, the reason why we're in this church is to show you the path of love we're called to. And if you've failed in any way to love like that, the beautiful thing is in Christianity, today is always a new day. We are not defined by our sins. God's love is bigger than our sins and our failings. Through the power of Jesus Christ, he can redeem all of our mistakes. As we launch now into Holy Week, keep your eye on Jesus Christ and watch how he empties himself.